In this episode of the Mind's Eye Podcast, we are going to discuss the world of matter and illusion, and also following the way of the heart. What is more important to you, the latest meme on social media, or the peace and well-being of your own soul? We're going to talk about it next. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever in the world you happen to be listening right now, whatever time it is. Many blessings to one and all, and thank you for tuning in to the Mind's Eye Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show we are going to be talking about the world of matter and illusion. And uh, again, I think this is a really timely conversation to have on the show today because let's face it folks the world out there around us is not in a good place the way people act the way people treat one another the ideas people have in their heads that they act upon is just it's like something out of a sci-fi magazine or some kind of a thriller <laughs> you know People are being taken over by the body snatchers. We have storms and earthquakes, natural disasters. There's, there's so much happening. The coronavirus, and now there's new strains of the virus. And who knows where all this goes in the future? And who knows what challenges await us in 2021? It seems with each passing year, there's more that's happening, more challenges, more problems, more mysteries that we don't know about what's causing them. I'm sure many of you listening to this show have heard about the mystery booms, and this is something that's been happening over the last uh, five, six years. And if you don't know what they are, they're just these loud uh explosion sounds it sounds like a sonic boom and it, it, it shakes houses and windows and pictures fall off the wall and no one knows what it is strange noises coming from the sky strange noises coming from the ground no one knows what it is where it's coming from what's causing it so there's all kinds of strange things that are happening in our world and who knows what strange and terrible egg is going to hatch next and what it's going to bring to our doorstep. So this is a conversation that we really need to have as far as understanding what's happening and being prepared mentally, psychologically, and most importantly, uh, emotionally and spiritually for whatever this world might throw at us next because it's it's probably going to be throwing a lot. I think we're in a period of time right now where the, the clock is really ticking on humanity. A lot of the ancient prophecies of old that are written in the Bible, that are written in you know New Testament, New Testament uh, prophecies that were uh, spoken about in the, the Quran and the uh, Islamic uh, tradition, all of these things are happening. 
and they're happening at breakneck speed. And I've always believed, as the ancients did, across the board in religion, that, you know, prophecy depends on what we do. It's conditional. If we find ourselves on that threshold of, you know, the last day, we can turn back the hands of the clock a little bit depending on what we do. And that's a message you see a lot in the Old Testament in the Bible. You know, repent and seek my face and I will heal the land. So we see that, you know, if we do what's right and we seek God, you know, we can turn back the hands of the clock a little bit and maybe uh, avert some serious disasters that might be coming down uh, the pike. But are we in a place where most people don't want to repent, where most people don't want to seek the face of God and do what's right? They just want to continue in what they're doing, their attitude, their plans, what they feel is right, and no one or nothing else can tell them to stop, pause, and think about what they're doing. So what does all this have to do with the world of matter and illusion? Well, a lot, because this particular conversation was uh, kind of inspired, uh, I was inspired to, to do, because I was reading some things on uh, Sufism uh, the other night, and a couple of things uh, struck me. You know, where this article I was reading, they were talking about uh, this prophecy in Islam that talks about in the last day, people will become so wicked, so evil, so self-centered that the good people, the righteous people will not even want to leave their homes because you never know what kind of trouble you're going to run to, into, you know, in those days. And that prophecy says, in those days, the righteous people should stay in their homes, keep to themselves, uh, don't argue and don't fight with those who are on the opposing path or doing evil because you'll just be inviting, you know, trouble. You know, people are going to be so volatile. And that certainly seems to be something that we're, uh, you know, teetering on right now. You know, people attacking one another all the time over political differences, over wearing a mask or not wearing a mask during a pandemic. I mean, you name it. You know, there are people, uh, I, I think it was in Norway that I saw on the news this morning that they were protesting the uh, more stringent lockdowns because COVID was really, uh, you know, exploding uh, in, in one one you know, city over there and, or through the, the, the country and, you know, they were protesting and those protests turned violent. You know, people were attacking one another. They were burning homes, burning cars in the street. So we're definitely seeing this, this volatile, you know, attitude, you know, people willing to hurt one another, hurt other people, do damage, you know, burn down their neighbor's home, burn down their neighbor's business, burn up their car, beat somebody, you know, half to death or literally to death out in the streets. 
So it, it's almost to that point where, and, and I know a lot of people that are, that are good people that are actually saying that. And it, it kind of struck me when I read the, that particular prophecy, you know, how many people that I know uh, that have, uh, I've heard say, you know, I, I want to stay and I don't want to go out. People are getting too crazy. The world's getting too crazy. Uh, when I go out, I don't look at anybody. I don't talk to anybody. I get what I need at the store if I have to go, and I go right back home. So uh, that's uh, kind of something we're seeing uh, unfolding in our world. And another one that was interesting that said after that time that all of the good people, all of the righteous people, will be taken, meaning that those who are good and righteous and seekers of God in our world and our communities will die off. Those, those, that generation will uh, die off. Their souls will be taken to paradise. And all that will be left in this world are those who are evil, violent, wicked, and in that time, we, we, we will see uh, the young people, the children, uh, behaving in ways we've never seen them behave before, husbands and wives, the way they will treat one another. If one member of a household says, I want to be a believer, the others will mock and ridicule and uh, make them a laughing stock. And that's something that we're also beginning to see. And it goes right along with the uh, the biblical prophecies, I believe it was first or second Corinthians, that speaks about in the last days people will be haughty, they will be violent, they will be, you know, lovers of money, lovers of uh, themselves rather than of God, and uh, just the way that they will be, they'll, they'll be so uh, self-delusioned, you know, with with evil and ego and arrogance, and uh, I, I think we're really seeing that in a way that we've never seen before, at least I haven't. And I know, uh, you know, people in their 70s and, and their 80s, and they're saying, you know, we've never seen anything like this. You know, you look all over the news, you look and read articles where people are interviewed, and there's so many older people that are saying, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen people behave like this before. I've never seen so much calamity and trouble, you know, in the world before. So something's definitely brewing. And that's when we come up to the moment of the world of matter and delusion. Because in Sufism, it is a mystical path. It is the mystical branch of Islam. It is very, very different than, than Orthodox Islam. Um, completely different. They, they are a group of people. They are mystics, and they, they follow the way of the heart. They're always looking inward. You know, how are they feeling? How are they acting? Are their emotions being controlled? Are they giving into things like anger and fear and anxiety or lust or whatever? So it's usually Sufism is called the way of the heart because it's always looking inward, following God with the heart and also 
experiencing the love of God and the presence of God in your own heart, in your own soul. And experiencing that love and that presence is very transformative. And to the Sufi, they say, you know, this world is an illusion. You know, there's nothing here of importance. It is eternity with God that is the actual reality. And that is what we should strive for. We should strive to be one with God here in this world, where our soul, our very mind, our heart begins to blend with eternity right now in this world. And so the things of this world of matter and uh, materiality become less and less important to us. You know, we begin to detach from those things. We don't crave the things that the world craves or seek after so many of the things that the world seeks after. Because we are rising above the trappings of this world. We are rising above the pull of the carnal natural self for the material things of this world. We are blending and becoming one with God, one with the divine presence, one with divine love now. And I think that's an important moment in the conversation, explaining that for each and every one of us to stop and think, what do we really want out of life? Most people would say, well, I want money, I want a better job, I want a bigger house, I, you know, want to have a beach body, I, you know, all the things we could name off. And they're generally things of this world of matter. How many people do you know or do you yourself ever include in your list? If someone were to ask you, what, what do you really want? What are the things you really want? How many people and do you yourself ever include in that list, I want a deeper connection with the divine. I want to experience the divine presence in my life and in my heart. I want to experience that divine love that is life-altering. How many of us think about those things. I would venture to say that most of us don't. But see now, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's getting down to a time in world history where we need to start thinking about those things. See, we have a choice to make. Are we going to be part of the crowd? Are we going to go out and, as I talked about in previous previous shows, 
uh, join some religion, join some cult, uh, follow some group like uh, QAnon? Is, is that what we're going to be a part of? Is that what's going to give our life meaning? Because I would venture to say, uh, again, the words of Jesus when he said, by their fruits you shall know them. Look at the fruits of all of those things. Mostly the fruits of religion is fear. It's division. It's self-condemnation. It's always focusing on what the dark side is doing, the devil, the demons, the jinn, you know, always focused on all of this darkness. That's what religion teaches us. And when you think about it, religion, most religion hasn't evolved that much from the old tribal religions where they sat around, you know, the campfire at night, hoping that the flickering light would keep away the evil spirits, the tree spirits, the the rock spirit, the, the river spirit, the sky spirit, the, you know, all these spirits, some were good, some were not so good, but depending on what you did, what rituals you did or didn't do, if you went out at night, if you went to certain places in the woods at night, well, you could offend one of these spirits and uh, your life is going to be hell. You could be smitten with poverty, uh, with disease, with pain, with you know some kind of spiritual oppression or possession. And all of that is still very prevalent in our thinking today. And those are the, the fruits of much of what organized religion has given us, you know, man's religions. Look at the fruits of the political cults or things like QAnon and the modern conspiracy groups. Well, the fruit is really the same. It's the enemy is other people. The enemy is the other political party. To some, the enemy is still the devil. You know, the, the Democrats are all devil worshipers. You know, this thing goes round and round. Where is the peace? And it's always stirring people up. You know, to be afraid, to be angry, to be violent, to judge others, to hate others. And this is not the way of God. This is not the way of the heart. So is this what we want to get involved in? Is this what we want out of life? Do we want to go out and fight those people? Counter-protest. Let me get my baseball bat. Let me get my guns. Let me go out and protest these people. Let's start a civil war so I can enjoy what I want to enjoy in my life. My physical and material desires and comforts and needs. So I think there's that choice to make. Are we going to take the if you can't beat them, join them mentality? 
Are we going to adapt the bunker mentality and follow some group, and there's many of them on the, the internet, that are just hiding themselves away, waiting for that one special thing, that one bad thing to happen in the world or in the country. And then they'll all flee to some designated place where they can all be together as a group. Waiting for the directions of one man that they've never even met. They just see him talking in a video on something like YouTube. And they're waiting for this man to direct their lives what they should do next. So how far are we willing to go? Who are we willing to follow and give our allegiance to in order to have our little comfort spot in this world? Are we willing to be radicalized? Are we willing to be scared out of our wits about what's coming? Are we willing to hate? Are we willing to fight? Are we willing to judge? Are we willing to lift ourselves up above others because of the color of our skin or the religion that we follow or the nationality that we stem from? See, all these things, when you really think about it, it's always division, 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 fighting, hatred, this group's bad, that group's bad. If it weren't for them, we'd have a, we'd all be much better off. Everybody's looking to get rid of everybody else because everybody else is the problem. It's not me. It's not my group. And so we have this hodgepodge uh, of problems and violence and intolerance. And if you haven't noticed, the more that stuff uh, begins to upgrade in our world, the more it seems we have more devastating storms and floods and earthquakes and bizarre weather phenomenon. Record heat in the summertime, record cold in the winter. It seems like the world around us responds to what we're doing, what we're thinking, and how we're acting. But see, this world one day, it isn't going to last forever. It ends one way or the other. It ends when we die of old age, or maybe we contract some kind of illness, or it ends when there is that final day, that last day, where life as we know it on this earth is no more. There is a designated time set by God for that day. And this world and all of its pleasures and materiality is going to pop like a bubble. Then where will we be? The Quran speaks of that day when souls will say, oh, that I could go back and disown all of those things and live my life differently. And that I would have been more thankful and thoughtful 
of God. Because those souls realize everything that they were striving after in this world was really nothing. As the Sufis say, this is all just an illusion. You hear some people say, well, we live in a matrix. It's unreality. That's pretty much what the Sufis say. None of this, it's not that you don't enjoy life. It's not that you retreat under a rock somewhere. But you don't live so hardcore just for the things of this world. God is your number one aim, the way of the heart. And so, will we choose to follow the way of the heart? Will we look to blend our soul, our mind, our hearts with God and eternity now? And when that door opens for us that leads into eternity, will will we be happy? Will we have peace? Will it be like a homecoming? Will we say to ourselves, ah, at last, I'm going home? Or will we have ignored those things, that higher reality? Will we have ignored those things so much in our lives? Pursuing all this other stuff, fighting for the childish toys and desires of this world hating one another for the stupidest of reasons, following the personalities and the cults and the religions and doing what everybody else is doing. And it was just so amazing to me, if I may bring this up, I'm sure all of you uh, or most of you had, had seen the, uh, the many memes on the internet that uh, of Bernie Sanders at the inauguration, you know, sitting with his mittens on and people made all kind of memes. And some of them were funny. You know, he was on the subway. He was, you know, at the Last Supper. He was, you know, all these strange places on the moon. And now how popular that meme has become. And you see on the news this morning how many people are going out to get that tattoo of Bernie with his mittens somewhere on their body. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with a tattoo. I'm not one of those people. Oh, don't get it, you know. But it just goes to show how easily people are led, how easily influenced. Overnight, literally overnight, there's a certain group of people that You can make something popular. This is the new thing. This is what's funny. This is what's all the rage. And there's a certain group of people, and there's a lot of them, that will flood to get that thing or to do that thing or to pursue that thing. But are they that enthusiastic to pursue the presence and the love of God in their lives? And that's the thing we need to ask ourselves, which is more important? Are we influenced to run after the latest thing, follow the crowd, whatever's on the internet, whatever everybody else is saying, well, I'm going to be part of that? 
Are we following the, the uh, politicians? Are we following the cults of personality? Are we looking to the man or the woman on the internet that we've never met before for all of our spiritual nourishment and letting them tell us what it is we need to do to be safe and accepted by God in the current climate of our world? While they talk very strange doctrines. Or are we seeking God directly? What's more important to us? The Bernie Sanders meme? The Bernie Sanders tattoo? Or the presence and love of God in our hearts? So will we be so busy pursuing those things? That when those doors of eternity open for us on that last day, however it comes, that we're afraid. And we finally realize, oh my God, how is it that I lived my life? Why didn't I give any thought or any attention or any time to this? Because many people that have had the near-death experiences, many people that have had deathbed visions, they say that that world seems more real than this one because that is the ultimate reality. This is nothing. And will you be one of those souls that as you walk through those doors of eternity that you'll be saying to yourself, oh, I wish I could go back and disown all of those things, do things differently, not live my life so haphazardly. Here I was thinking that, you know, owning a Fitbit and, you know, getting a Bernie Sanders tattoo or, you know, whatever the, the new rage is or whoever the big personality is we're following now on TV or in politics Will you look back and say, I wish I hadn't pursued all of that and followed all of that so passionately because now I understand and I see it was nothing. And now I'm going to be standing in the presence of the universal spirit. Oh my God, what is going to happen to me? I gave him no time, no attention, no pursuit. I didn't care about spirituality and divine love in my life. It was just all about my opinions, my egos, my things, the latest trend. See, there's a choice to make. And as that prophecy spoke about that I mentioned earlier in this podcast, are we going to be of the righteous, staying in our homes and keeping to ourselves when the world is going crazy outside our door? Or are we going to be out there going crazy with everybody else, whatever they're going crazy over? When all the righteous and the good people are taken from this earth, that generation dies off. 
are you going to eternity with them? Or are you here with everybody else who is of the evil and the unrighteous and the arrogant and the violent? It's a choice we all have to make in the, in the world of matter and illusion. Are we going to choose that world of matter and illusion? This temporary abode that we're all currently living in? Or are we going to follow the way of the heart and pursue that which is more real than this world could ever hope to be? I really do hope this podcast will get all of us thinking and reflecting on those choices that we all have to make in our lives and in this world. And I hope we'll make, all of us will make the right decision, the good decision. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope uh, once again, and as always, you got something out of this show today. Be good to one another. Walk in love. Stay safe. Stay well. And I'll see you next time here on the Mind's Eye Podcast.